Hello, this is the fourth episode of the Faces of Suffolk podcast. I'm here at what's commonly known as the Goth Shop in Norwich Road um, with Tim. Hello, Tim. Hello. Um, how long have you been here for now? Uh, here, just a year. Just over a year. Just over a year, yeah. And um, do you run the business yourself? Yes. Yeah, and um, it's commonly known as the Goff Shop, but that's not its actual name, is it? No, it's the Charnel House. Okay. Do you explain a bit about the where that name comes from for those who don't? Um, it's a it's a bit of a a pun on what a Goff Shop is, because <laughs> the Charnel House is where you put dead things. Ah, okay, so, so that that works. Um, <laughs> so you, you say you've been here just a year. How, how are you finding Norwich Road in general? Um, obviously with the lockdown. It's right. difficult to say, but at the moment it seems to be okay. The shop itself, I think, is big enough that it will attract enough. Yeah, so, so people people come here for that. Yes, so, sorry, yeah, yeah. Because because you you actually you've only you say you've only been here a year, but you've been in Ipswich fifteen years. Fifteen years, yeah. I first opened just around the corner on St Margaret's Road or St Matthew Street. St Matthew Street, yeah, yeah. I opened there. 15 years ago and then I moved to the other side of Ipswich um, where I was 14 years there 13, 14 okay. so, so what brought you to Norwich Road? Um, horrible landlords <laughs> okay. so previous <laughs> shops were sort of landlords don't like what I do ok the, um, so the lease was never extended Okay, so so would you say that's <laughs> bumping the same with pubs? To be honest, <laughs> um, but do you think that's that's because of the imagery? I mean, it's obviously a misconception. I'd say it's, a, it's always. I mean, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, you'll always find people that believe that somebody like me is a certain person. Yeah. Um, you'll never get away from it, no matter what you do. Yeah. You just got to live with it. Yeah. I mean, that's that's it's, it's a horrible thing, really, and. Um, would you say there's generally still people out there who who think that it, it's sort of a satanic thing or do you think it's more of a you know that that's just bully someone because they're different kind of thing no it's definitely well the amounts i've had who think i'm a devil worshiper or vampire or i mean one of the best bits is one of my previous shops there was a rumor probably might, might still be around, <laughs> but uh, that I actually buried children under the floor. When I actually left, never guess what they did. Did they dig it up? They dig up. They dug really? up the floor. Really? Right. Just, uh, well, obviously, I'm not going to... I want them as customers. I, <laughs> yeah. don't want, I want them buying things. I'm not going to get yeah. rid of them. That's, that's <laughs> insane. I mean, uh, where would you say stuff like that comes from, kind of... Either like kids making stories up or people who just don't like the business making it's stuff up. People who don't understand. Mm. Um, I mean, people are scared of the shop, which yeah. I've always found very, very strange. Yeah. Um, one of the earlier ones I can understand because it was very small, um, it was very dark, and you've got me stood there. I suppose <laughs> that frightens most people. But this one being a lot bigger, yeah. particularly as on one side it's nothing but band merchandise, I can't see why it's got that fear aspect, but I still get it. 
Uh, yeah, that's, that's very, I find that very strange. But I suppose that 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 fear aspect is also almost the, the rebelling side of it. Is kind of what attracts other people to the shop. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, obviously you've got those that feel different want to do something where they feel part of something. They yeah. still want to feel part of something, even no matter how independent you think you are. Yeah. You want to be with like-minded people yeah um, so alternative goth punk attracts those and that's what I hope to sort of bring here yeah and um, you, you say you've got a, the one side which is all band merch um, you've also got sort of film merch now as well horror films and yeah I've got classic horror films at the moment I've got most of Stanley Kubrick because they're all official, everything I do is official. Um, so it's not easy to get proper license stuff. Um, I'm really after the sort of um, what were known as the video nasties. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. original band, I Spit on Your Grave, that sort of thing. If I can get those. Um, I think a lot of people are interested in those t-shirts. Yeah, I mean, I find that this this is a strange thing because so many people seem to be into horror films, and they're not put off by the imagery and stuff um, from that, but yet seem weary of a goth shop in general. Yeah, they don't like the the, yeah. the skulls on the other side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but going back to the video nasties. And a lot of the the imagery on the covers were the main reason a lot of the films got banned. They were a lot worse than the actual content. Oh yeah, some yeah. of the content was atrocious. <laughs> they, they were sort of why was this banned? Yeah. So, but um, that might be the same thing. The fear of what they actually see, opposed to what. Yeah, what I mean, there. Uh, another classic comment I get is people calling it a Halloween shop. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I personally don't like. No, because that implies um, costume shop to me. Yeah. Um, I'm not Halloween. I'm not. People don't dress up like me at Halloween. No. no. Um, well, as far as I'm aware, <laughs> I mean, they yeah. might well do. Yeah. I mean, I could yeah. be the most terrifying thing that Switch has ever come across. <laughs> um, I doubt how. <laughs> <laughs> but, but do you find trade picks up at Halloween? No, it's the complete opposite. Okay. Um, mainly because obviously the other stores in Central Town stock spider things and cobwebs and stuff like that and they'll sell I think they did I do those skull glasses with the straws in oh yeah yeah but mine are proper glass they're made by alchemy yeah. so I think they're about seven or eight quid something like that but of course at Poundland you can buy two for a pound yeah. or something so people are not going to get them from me no, no. Um, even though obviously my one is going to last ten times longer than the yeah. ones from Poundland. Yeah, but that's, people buy stuff. It's like it's like Christmas. They buy stuff and they chuck it out. Yeah. Then buy it again the next year. Yeah. Um, but just looking through the shop, you know, I, I know if I was looking for stuff on Halloween, there's nothing for for it. It's um, you know, you're not going to buy buy a t-shirt to wear on Halloween. You're going to. No, I mean, yeah, I do. Obviously, full-length capes. I do full-length coats. But I have had people come in and say, oh, have you got cape? I want a full-length cape. And I go, yeah, fine. You know, you know, nice velvet, red lining, you know, £75. And they go, oh, I want it for Halloween. Ah, yeah. You're not going to pay £75. No. But it's a velvet coat, cape, you know, it's... 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Customers like that who just sort of, you know, they're, they're looking for stuff and quick and easy. Um, do, do you get a lot of regular, you know, customers who use you all the time? It's because it's quite niche, a lot of the stuff you do. Yeah, I mean, I've got customers. I've got two that I'm aware of that have been shopping with me for 15 years. Yeah. Um, some, obviously, a, a lot of the youngsters have never ever heard of the other shops. Yeah. They only know this one. Um, so, you know, I've had people come in and actually ask me if I was aware of the previous shops. Oh, okay. So, and, yeah. uh, you know, all oh, this is just like Absolution was. And it was sort of, oh, do you remember Absolution? <laughs> and it's sort of, yeah, I remember Absolution, you know. <laughs> <So> <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I mean, obviously, regular customers is what keeps any shop going. Yeah. Um, and you know, hopefully, I'm sort of nice enough that people like to come in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I seem to be getting a few. Yeah. I mean, this is going back to what you said earlier about you know people being being afraid of you. It's like. I, met, I think the first time I met you was you, you popped into the pub, you know. Yeah. Uh, but then I, I came to the shop, and you're the most approachable person um, I, I can think of in the shop. Actually, it's like other than your place, unless I'm shopping for food, I will go into the music shops and yeah. that sort of thing. And if you go, you know, say a chain, I'm not going to name anyone still going, but say you used to go into our price, and you'd ask someone about a record, they're not not know or have an interest. They're there as a job. Whereas this is your thing. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like if you go into an independent record store, the chap behind the counter who probably runs it himself knows his stuff. Yeah, and that that's what I like about about what you're doing. If there's something I'm after, I know that I can ask you, and you'll pretty much know. You won't hide behind a screen and type stuff in, unless you really have to, or you you know you'll, you'll pretty much know what you can and can't get, and that makes it quicker, better service. I think. I, well, I hope so. Um, I'm I've got a relatively good memory in the fact that I can recall particularly band names so I can recall the bands that I can more the bands that I can't do because there's fewer yeah um, so it's a lot easier if somebody says oh can you get Ramstein being one I can't stop Ramstein they sell their own stuff um, so you know it, it's I can recall that rather than sort of you know how many Iron Maiden t-shirts can you do yeah um, seeing as I've just done the website and I think there was almost 200 of them really yeah because um. <laughs> Maiden are one of those bands a bit, a bit like Kiss it's like their merch seems almost as important as the music well I think bands have realised particularly with the online aspect and the bootlegging and downloading um, bands are now going back to making money touring yeah and obviously selling merchandise everything I sell is licensed which means everything every Twisted Sister t-shirt go, money goes to Twisted Sister yeah that's good yeah. if there's anybody still around from Twisted Sister but uh, I think there is I think um, as yeah. far as I know they yeah, have split up but um, D. Schneider's doing his solo thing again Yeah. but that happens every few years then there's a reunion yeah <laughs> as there is with a lot of bands yeah or, or there's two of the bands out there because different members yeah are doing the uh, I mean, um, 
What would you say are the, the, the most popular bands, as in bands who sell the most merch here? Um, that's a difficult one. I mean, uh, Motorhead, obviously, very popular. Misfits. Um, but then they've always been popular. Yeah. Um, there's a few that have surprised me, Volby being one. Oh, they're, 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 they've been sort of up and coming for about uh, five years, haven't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they've been... Um, I started stocking them five, six years ago and nobody looked at the stuff and then all of a sudden, whereas last year it was Sabaton and Monomarth, mm. this year it's sort of, I'm not, it's not going, it's, yeah. but then maybe I just haven't got the right ones in. Yeah, or the, um, the, the band like Volbeat have done more UK tours and stuff, so yeah. maybe it's, the, the people have gone to see them live, possibly, and the Cinder Merch not bought it there, then look for it after. Yeah, yeah, I think some people have noticed that, um, particularly with the tour stuff, if they wait, I shouldn't really say <laughs> this, but if they buy it on the tour, it's however much it is. And obviously, I sell X tour. Yeah. In other words, the stuff that they don't sell on the tour, they allow outlets like me to sell. Yeah. And obviously, my T-shirts are a set price, which yeah. means you can get them cheaper. The problem is, is I can't get all sizes. Yeah, and once they're gone, they're gone. So I don't put the tour ones online. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, um, so those ones are only in store. Yeah. So um, you, have you finished the website now? You mentioned you've got all the um, maiden stuff. All on. the band merchandise is on the website. Yeah. Um, all the alchemy jewellery is on the website, and I'm currently working through clothing. I've almost done the footwear. I think I've got enough on there now. Um, demonias and new rocks um, and it is but it, it's it will be a constant build yeah, yeah. as stuff changes because yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff so it must have been hard work getting it getting it all up um, yeah <laughs> but um just to go away from the shop that bit I mean you're not from Ipswich originally are you no so what brought you here um originally um I moved to Ipswich because I had a club and I'd been attacked and my wife at the time was threatened so I moved, closed the club, moved to Ipswich with my kids um, as a, it was a safer place to be. Yeah. I, I won't ask the name of the club but where were you from? London. London, okay and uh, was it sort of a goth type club? It was an alternative club, yeah. Yeah, was, was the trouble because of that do you think? Um, mainly, yeah. Best way of describing it. Yeah, yeah. So, so you, you come to. How did you find the scene when you first moved here? Um, like it is now, really. You you don't see you see groups occasionally, but you don't see them often, as it were. Um, there's a lot of alternative people in Ipswich. Yeah. An awful lot. There must be. I've been here for fifteen years, <laughs> um, but. You know, they, there isn't anything for them to do. No. There's, it's very lacking. The live venues are not great that we've got in Ipswich. Bands are reluctant to use them, which is the region yeah. and the corn exchange. Yeah, and other than that, it's pubs or um, the smokehouse, which is great, but it's only 80 capacity, yeah. isn't it? it so. it's, we're fine for the smaller, the up-and-coming, the new bands and everything else, yeah. but to bring... 
I mean, last band I would, I, I Trivium did play. Oh yeah, the region, didn't they? Yeah. Um, and we've had the older OMD, we've had Adamant, yeah. and what have you. But going back 20, 30 years, Ipswich was the Gomon was on the tour circuit. Yeah, it was at the, the, the had before or after band. London, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. You had every band that was touring stopped in Ipswich. Yeah. Now you're lucky if they reach Norwich. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's, that's true actually. But uh, one thing I thought with the region is maybe because it's seated and people, it's moved away and it's more standing gigs because you can sell more tickets. Um, I, I think um, some of it is, I know some of the bands have refused to do it because it's council owned. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of the rules and regulations yeah. that a council enforces that a private enterprise might not. Yeah. But in the same way, I mean, everybody, all the bands stopped using the Hammersmith Apollo. That was yeah. taken over by somebody, and all of a sudden, the Hammersmith Odeon was boom, nobody used it. Now I think they started using it. Yeah, so it's uh, called something else now, the event something. Yeah. Um, and it's and that's sort of taken off. But for a while, you're right, I mean, that was used more for comedy events, wasn't it? Yeah. And that's, that's you've got the TV show Live at the Apollo come from that, which yeah. probably worked as a good advert for it. But it, um, it put all the bands off. Yeah. Um, but the, that was a seated venue. Yeah, I actually went to the, the first gig there where they took the seats out. They got um, ACDC play there. That's a small gig. Yeah. It must be 15, 20 years ago. And it sold out in minutes. Yeah, and, um, it's... Uh, and, um, yeah, I mean, the capacity's gone up. But it's not as used as much as... I think Brixton and stuff is still used more than that. Brixton is probably one of my favourite London venues. Yeah. Um, main the floor slopes. Yeah, you can see from which everywhere. means you can you can stand wherever you like, and yeah. even when you're as small as me, you can see. Yeah. But um, no, I mean Ipswich is lacking in that. I mean yeah. we've got the the nights like mayhem and what have you, but it is lacking something. Yeah, I mean the, the Monday night thing is something which is. I mean I'm 38, and it's always been a Monday night alternative student rock night. Um, which is DJs and it's sort of it's got sort of smaller over the years but I think people going out in general has but it's not it's not been for sort of the older crowd and it's not been live music no I mean there have been attempts at um, trying to do things um, but they just didn't work yeah. people doing them possibly yeah. I was one of them um, <laughs> um, I've done some nights. Um, I'm probably not the best person I can put it together, but I'm certainly not the best to front it, as it were. Yeah. Um, because, you know, people, that perception again of, oh, it's this. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I was regarded as elitist. Oh, okay. Um, which I find very strange because. You only have to look at the shop to see that <laughs> yeah. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's what I mean. I mean, um, I talked to someone the other day who was really impressed with the, the amount of punk stuff you've, you've got in, and I wouldn't um, class punk and goth that close together, really. Up of sort of imagery of say Misfits and the Dam, but other than that, well, a lot of people are, people assume that I'm goth yeah. because I wear black. Yeah. I wear long <laughs> black coats. Um, um, I'm not, I'm punk. Yeah. Um, that's how I started. Um, I just happened to wear more black. Yeah. Um, which is why the, the term goth shop I sometimes find amusing yeah, because... 
I'd say because of the skulls and, yeah. and that's yeah. Um, because of the the amount of black clothing yeah. that is in it and the imagery, it's going to get that tag. Same as I do, even though my hair is white. I um, it's not because of age. Um, otherwise, yes, I could look like a goth. But yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, do you get a, a mix of people coming in? Do you get so many people off the streets who you you'd say don't look alternative? I get more who don't look alternative than I get who look alternative. Okay. Um, one of the biggest things I find it it can be frustrating or it can be amusing depending on the day. <laughs> but the people that look as though they should come in don't. Right. The people that don't look as though they should come in do. Okay. So you'll get somebody in. They'll, they'll come in. They'll, I mean. They'll come in. I mean, people do it with us. They're in their suit and tie and everything else, and um, they're straight to the Iron Maiden and Motorhead and everything yeah. else, which is fine because my older brother was exactly the same. He was an estate agent and a metalhead. Yeah. He couldn't have his long hair and jeans to go to work, but it is coloured hair at the moment is the thing that at one ten fifteen years ago. If they had coloured hair, they'd be coming into my shop. Yeah. Now it means they're not coming into my shop because very few alternatives now colour their hair Aye. because it's everybody's doing it. Yeah. You know, you got little old ladies walking around with bright pink hair. It's yeah. I mean, you, you, you've been in the trade for a while. Have you have you seen that the sort of alternative thing has, has led the way for fashion quite a bit? Um. Yes and no. It's been pinched. Is how <laughs> I would put it. Um, I mean, at the moment, um, plaid shirts are in, or plaid trousers, yeah. which everybody calls tartan. If you actually look at the tartan trousers that I sell, and the plaid trousers that other places, the pattern is actually different. Plaid and tartan are not the same. Yeah. They look it, but plaid is just squares. Tartan yeah. is multi-colours stitched through. Oh, okay. um, but when plaid's in fashion, I avoid putting, say, tartan in the window or something like that because it's not, it's become fashionable and the last thing I am is fashionable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you say about the people you, you think we come in don't, do, do you think they um, almost see themselves, not, I don't want to say above the shop, but that alternative, that they don't want to go to a specific alternative shop? Um, there is a click element, I, th I think. I don't know because I'm not part and parcel of it. Yeah. So, but I do know that um, there are people who don't come in because I'm not a proper golf shop, or I'm not a this, or I'm not that, or almost like you're not elite enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they are the ones that probably called me elitist. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when I go to Whitby, they're the first to my store. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so nice to see you, blah, 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 and they'll start. So what it is about setting through the door, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, um, I'll tell you one, one thing, a, a mate of mine who I have been here with, but I won't say on the recording, the reason she doesn't come in very often is because she spends too much money. That is... <laughs> <laughs> that is one... One of the things that used to bug me was people not coming in that I knew wanted to. And there were people who fed that sort of you're intimidating people, you're putting people off. 
which was vicious, but un, and un, yeah. but it did make me think. Hence, this shop is a totally different colour. Hence, me doing the paintings on the side yeah. to make it look less off-putting. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not as visually, I'm not instantly there as soon as you walk through the door. Yeah. Sometimes I am, but you know, yeah. often. And I tend not to sort of stand there. Yeah, because yeah. um, I'm, I'm not using my crutches anymore, which really helps. <laughs> yeah. But it's not like you, you walk in and you, it's not like you're straight on. How can I help? You know, you let people browse, and the shop's laid out for that. Yeah, you know? and you've added that you can have coffees and stuff in here as well now, which is a real nice touch, I think. Um, unless it rains. Unless it rains. But I like that, and it, it, I, I find it really welcoming and. Uh, um, talk about the, the paintings actually on the side of the building, which you can see as soon as you go up Norwich Road. You can see the the album covers, and there's a real mix of of albums there. So yeah, I've tried to do um, one metal or two two metal, two goth, two rock, for want of a better expression. Yeah, or, you know, which I I do stock their stuff. They are part and parcel of it. Bowie and Pink Floyd. Yeah. I can't not stock them, yeah. to be honest. And um, punk. Yeah. Um, I've tried to do. I'm not the best artist in the world, but I hope I've done an okay job. It looks really good, and um, a lot of people comment on that, don't they? They do, and that, in the same way, though, there's a lot of people who've walked past them and haven't even noticed them. <laughs> but, but, yeah, that, that, that's people, though. So you, yeah. you miss things that are right in your face. Well, I've also noticed that people have come in and they're obviously this is something I've become aware of over the years that people won't notice the shop until there is something specific in the window that draws their eye Aye. at that moment they'll come in and they will start saying oh how long have you been here and blah 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 I've never noticed you because they walk up and down every day and it is purely and simply I do it when I'm out walking I know where I'm going so I don't look at anything else yeah um, so unless something catches my eye, I'm as bad as the people I'm criticising walking past. <laughs> but um, you know, people not coming in because they can't afford things or they spend too much. Yeah. Um, the affording, I do find irritating because a lot there is a lot in here for under a tenner. Yeah. Um, so I'm not. Yes, I've got boots at £300 but I've also got them at 50 Yeah. Um, and the same clothing I mean I've got skirts at 10 quid and skirts at 75 yeah. it's depends what you like yeah I, I think it's more people come in they, they're after something and yeah. they see all the other stuff and then like, I'll have that I'll have that I'll have that um, but that, that's business that's why supermarkets are laid out in the way they yeah. are so you come in for one thing and then you end up buying but I will never ever let anybody overspend I've had, I had one, I was a young kid and he came from Felixstowe and he was desperate to get something and he'd worked out that he'd got £5 to get home or something and I think the ticket for Felixstowe at the time was about £3.50 because um, I could hear what he, he was muttering to himself as he was, yeah. um, but he wanted something that was four quid, which meant he couldn't have got home. Yeah. <laughs> So, me being me, I shouldn't really say this, I let him have it for the one pound. Ah. 
um, he's now a regular customer so it did work out in my favour but um, I would far rather turn down the site yeah. than have somebody spend money that they can't afford yeah, and that might actually if, if say someone came here and they end up getting stranded in Ipswich because they're spending their money in this sort of weird subcontinent way it might put them off the shop yeah. in future yeah you know, oh, I don't go in there because I'm always spend. I spend yeah. money I haven't got. Yeah. Um, which is, um, you know, if, if it, I do get people coming in saying, right, I've got fifty quid, don't let me spend any more. Yeah. And I won't. No, um, I'll put stuff aside. Um, if somebody want, desperately wants something and I know that I can't get it again, then I'll put it aside for them. There's no limp time limit on it. No. Um, in the same way people can pay in dribs and drabs if they want. Um, I'm not... I'm somebody that people can talk to. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'll hold things, I'll get things in, especially, and all sorts of things. But um, it is getting that yeah. barrier breached. Yeah. Okay, well, you, you said you come from sort of the punk scene. Um, what sort of draw, drew you to, to this sort of way of life, so to speak? Um, I started going out with a girl whose sister was in a band. Um, that was it. <laughs> and stuck ever since? And um, yeah, I've been sort of uh, trapped completely <laughs> ever since. Um, I was very young. Uh, my parents hated it. but uh, yeah. Was it something they thought you'd grow out of? Well, I'm convinced my father's still alive, purely and simply so I can die first. That way he can say it was just the trend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but did, have, have you found sort of, um, sort of growing up, I mean, I know lots of people into the same sort of thing I grew up with, and I'd say it's about, I'd say more people are sort of 60-40, more people are still into it than have grown out of it. I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, it's certainly a lot easier to be alternative now um, yes still get comments still get the funny looks of course you do that's that's par for the course um, but it's nowhere near the the sort of the freak fear that yeah. I originally got along with a lot of my friends you know my yeah. parents wouldn't allow me in unless it was dark really? in case yeah. the neighbors saw me yeah okay so, but things have changed a lot, actually. I'd say. Um, did, what's your, the reason for this? I mean, music, the music side of it being more successful. Um, or? Well, well, there's also the fact that obviously the people that um, first got into the sort of the, the punk revolution, as it were, and what have you, are now managers. Yeah. They're now running things. They're now. Which is why you can go into Boots and get the Sex Pistols played over the tannoy because the guy doing the tapes for the Boots liked the Sex Pistols yeah. and saw nothing wrong with them. Um, it's very tame now, if you look, but at the time it wasn't. Yeah. And I think that's what people forget, that every new generation shocks yeah. or tries to. So, yeah. um, so every generation has got to do something more extreme than the previous one yeah. and um, you know it's it sort of it keeps it alive but I do like the fact that I'll get I only had one um, the other week a woman phoned asking because they're in Barry St Edmunds 
asking where the shop was, whether I stopped certain things because her daughter has decided that she'd like to be different and so she'd like to bring her in. It's parents are encouraging their kids to be individuals rather yeah. than following everybody else, which is what you get from coming into me. Yeah. Which didn't happen twenty years ago. That's it. It's um, more yeah, you see you do see more you know parents bringing their kids in then whereas they'd have yeah. gone to Debenhams twenty years ago. Yeah. Or uh, Coes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well they still go to Coes but yeah. uh yeah. Yes, yeah. um, but uh, a few of them do actually stop on the way past yeah. as they're sort of with their co's bags, but not many. Did, didn't you say to me a while ago you overheard a conversation of parents saying something to Oh, them? yeah, I had a, a, a family. It was a uh, mother and father and a son. They were stood outside, mainly the band merchandise window, and the father was lecturing the son, <laughs> who must have been about sort of 11, 12, something like that, about how dare he ever grow up wanting to enter a shop like mine and all the rest of it and then they off they went to goes and it was just sort of if you've ever guaranteed your son is going to want to dress in what I sell you've just done it of course yeah I mean that's that's the worst thing I think you, 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 you tell a teenager no yeah I'm sorry um yeah um, that, that probably still makes me a teenager, to be honest. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, but that's one thing I suppose it could work the other way. Is you might get parents now trying to drag their kids into the shop and they don't want it. I do get that. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of my own sons wouldn't set foot in my. Well, he does because obviously he wants to see me. But uh, <laughs> yeah. he, he wouldn't buy anything from me. The near the heaviest he. W Although he does like the, some of the music. Yeah. I mean, he's a huge fan of Linkin Park. But um, his style of dress is certainly not. Um, he made me go into JD trainers once oh, yeah. to get him some. <laughs> I, I, I just I was rooted to the spot. I just <laughs> stepped inside and just stood there. And this person come, can I help you? Yes. Showed him the photograph on my phone and said, <laughs> "Can I have those in a nine? <laughs> so off he's trolling. Come back. He's gone. Do you want to try them on? almost hit him with my <laughs> stick it was just sort of but I, I was yeah. only about six foot inside the door because it yeah. was just sort of this is just so alien yeah um but yeah he wouldn't yeah <laughs> but if it feels i mean what, what you do obviously being alternative the whole the whole nature of it is it's not for everybody um but i think it's if stuff is not for you sometimes you don't need to be, have the negative attitude yeah i think the the if you force somebody to do something that's where you get the negative attitude. Yeah, it's it's um, forcing anybody. It doesn't matter whether you're a teenager or an adult. Nobody likes doing something that they don't want to. Um, and dressing how you don't want to dress is one of them. I mean, how many people do you hear moaning about what they got to wear to a wedding? Yeah. Imagine being forced to wear something like that every day. Well, yeah. I can't remember. My parents used to do it, but. Uh, you know, it is just sort of, no, it, it is unfair, no matter which way it is. People who are alternative should not force their kids to be alternative. No, no, um, admittedly, there's going to be bad parents in any I'm not a great parent, but uh, I certainly haven't forced my kids to do anything. No. They've chosen what they do and what they listen to. Yeah, I, I mean, haven't forced my music on them. And it, but, you know, they'll, they'll obviously hear it. 
that you know you'll be playing music around them because yeah. you do I mean my, my parents um, completely different music taste to me but I'll know the songs they used to play because they used to play them and it's sort of it's, it's in me subconsciously yeah and I, I think a lot of the thing what got me into the more alternative side of it is one not liking their music and looking for something else and um, movies um, that's why I like the fact you've got the horror films I grew up watching horror films but I was at that age where I was sort of 10, 11 when like Wayne's World and Bill and Ted were coming out yeah and so I think people get into things different ways yeah I mean and there's well, film film TV shows Buffy was Oh um, yeah, a huge influence on getting people into alternative um, and you know paganism, um, which has helped some of the um, pagan shops in town. Um, obviously, there are those that have done it purely and simply because I think was it Willow or something in Buffy that was the oh witch? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and who will have done it and it's a sort of six six week thing. But there are others that start to delve into it and actually, oh no, I like this. I want to, and they'll, and they're the people that you want to encourage. Yeah. Not put off by forcing it too early. Yeah. So um, just just going back to Ipswich and Suffolk, really. Um, how do you find the people in general? Yeah, it's just difficult to generalise, but coming from London, do you, do you find the people friendlier um, or, or more offish? I'm I'm probably not the best person to ask because I'm not the great greatest at speaking to people. Um, it's certainly it is friendlier, um, and that's despite what the the crimes and everything else that are going on. They're going on in every town in the yeah. country. It's not just Ipswich. Um, yes, we've got problems, but so is everybody else. But on the whole, um, Suffolk is a lot nicer. Yeah. Um, and you're still close to the, the hub of things. I mean, you know, London is not that far. That is it. Um, so gigs are still accessible, clubs are still accessible, yeah. um, although I would prefer them in Ipswich. Yeah. <laughs> and one, one thing I'd find as well, although it's not really ever taken off there's constantly people trying do you know what I mean there's, there's always you, you get like the Monday nights and you get the smaller gigs at the moment um, they're looking into turning the Premier Pool Club into a bigger capacity again there's always there's always the need for it I think whether it's enough need yeah I think I mean a lot of it does come boil down to money yeah um, you've got those that um, because it's not a London club don't want to pay prices so they don't, you know, the price has got to be a certain way. Um, venues are very, very greedy, um, or can be, depending. Um, and for somebody to organise it, they've got to, they've got to get something back from it. Yeah. And because not everybody's got a bottomless pit, and so yeah, there's always similar people it always does seem to be the same faces that keep keep trying yeah um maybe they ought to get, all get together and do it as a group rather than try yeah. and do it individually that might be an idea yeah but people are starting to i think if you look at things like um sound city what happened last year you know there was the three venues got together and they and it was outside sort of town hall as well and that yeah. seemed quite a success i think 
um, anything that involves politics, in other words, so any, anything that involves a local authority will, put, will kill something. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, Norwich Road has started building up, there's fewer empty shops, there's... Con um, council contacted me and said, could they put a mule on the side of the building? What have I just done? Yeah. They hadn't even noticed. Oh, they asked you that after you'd done it? Yep. Oh, right. They hadn't <laughs> even noticed, and they no. wanted to paint over it. Really? They wanted to put, you know, acrylic pictures up. And it was just so, they they jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. They want, a, they want that sound bite. Um, and that's the problem. A lot of the venues are owned by council. Oh, yeah. And they want to sort of be seen to be doing something, so they'll end up taking over something. Yeah, and um, we had the massive, um, which brought a lot of money into San Diego Sheeran thing a um, year, year ago. Um, that was never not going to be a success. He's possibly the biggest star in the world. Um, and people seem to think suddenly you can put gigs on in Ipswich and I don't necessarily agree with that. I think it's because of who it was and he'd have done the same everywhere and he's local. Um, do, do you see that as a good advert for the area? Or? Um, to be honest, no. no. Um, it's, I mean, I'm on Norwich Road, um, so it's one of the routes out, particularly Barrack Lane, that square. Um, Anybody going up to Tramshire Park from the town centre would have come past here. Yeah. How many people did I see going? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, I also sell. Um, I had a darkness T-shirt which I'd put in the window. Oh, you say it was supporting. And um, I had nobody come in. I sold it after. Yeah. Um, nobody came in to ask for. Um, Darkness T-shirts or whatever. Personally, I would have preferred our even more local band to have supported Ed Sheeran. In which case, I might even have gone. Oh, Cradle of Filth. Yeah, yeah. I would certainly have gone. <laughs> yeah, that would have been very interesting. Um, but obviously, I would have probably left straight after and not seen Ed Sheeran. But yeah. I'm I sorry, know. he's a local band. Yeah. Where is he? Yeah. Well, I know a fair few people who've done that for the Darkness left straight yeah. after. Um, and they were, from what I hear, pretty offensive with the stuff they were saying on stage as well. Well, they um, are. I mean, yeah. you go to, I mean, I wouldn't, class, I do not sell darkness. They're not part and parcel of what I sell. Um, but that type of gig, you're going to get, it's like taking youngsters to a punk gig. Yeah. And coming away moaning that you heard swear words. Yeah, or we'll take them to a pub. And, you you know, know, it's the same. It's, it's just, you can't. Personally, I don't swear. It's something that I don't do. Um, but you know, it's in songs. It's in yeah. And I certainly wouldn't complain going to a punk gig and no, kids no, swear. But you you make a point of not putting anything offensive on uh, on display on uh, the window display for the pub. Yeah, yeah I the pub, um, no, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm very very careful about what I put in the window. I won't put swear words in the window. Yeah. Um, some of the imagery, um, I mean at the moment I do Marduk and they do that, um, they do lots of World War Two imagery yeah. and there are other bands as well. Obviously I sell them, they're not going to go in the window because some people could find it offensive. Yeah. 
and no matter how good the image is I mean I've got a motorhead one at the moment but because the iron cross is positioned a certain way I've got to be cautious yeah um, which is silly but sensible in my opinion yeah I mean I, I agree with it I mean it's you, you, you don't want to shock people for the sake of shocking them you, you want to draw people to the shop so yeah. anything what could put them off don't do no I mean I, did, I do baby stuff and um, I did get two old ladies come in to complain about the, the fact that I sold offensive t-shirts to babies and I did point out to them that I don't actually sell to the babies, <laughs> I sell to the parents yeah. but personally a, a baby vest saying I've been inside for nine months is not offensive no it's, it's called a joke kid vicious <laughs> yeah uh, dark side of the milk <laughs> um you know they yeah. and in it, i do a ramones logo one which instead of sort of dave d and it's sort of mummy daddy teddy me yeah you know i'm sorry what's the f there's nothing offensive. but it is that blinkered yeah but um so i stopped putting the baby tees in the window yeah that's it it's, it's mad that anyone feel the need to come and complain about oh, that there, there's always there's always going to be one yeah um it's just making sure that you don't react wrongly to it yeah i mean and sometimes i think that's what people might want they might want to anger you and people definitely want certain reactions from uh, somebody like me yeah um that's a, that's a given and obviously and punks more so than goths to be honest they want punks because punks look more aggressive. Yeah. They're not, but they mm. look it. So they want them to, they want to punch a punk. Yeah. You know, and um, they just, they want that aggressive reaction, which they don't get. Well, I've found people who are into this sort of thing are less aggressive, far less aggressive in general. More you, pacifist than anything yeah. else. <laughs> Do you find that, I mean, sort of almost the imagery replaces the actual to a degree yeah. yeah um yes i can get angry as anybody can yeah. um and probably i've got angry at things that i really shouldn't have done as we've all done at times but there is an element of i would far rather have a word with somebody and persuade them to leave than throw them out yeah i mean in 15 years i've banned two people from my shop yeah one for shoplifting and the other one banned himself. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so, so uh, really you've banned one. Yeah. Yeah. Um that's not to say I've only caught one shoplifter, I have caught others, but this one was somebody who would have come back. Oh, okay, yeah. Um but um you know, it's sort of I mean shoplifting is part of the course as well. Yeah. But, uh, a bit like not taking your own drink into a pub exactly which people do yeah unbelievable but they do um what what are your other interests in outside the shop obviously you're into music yeah um you've mentioned that you um been been to gigs um performing yourself do you play um i'm in the process of giving it one last go <laughs> is the best way of describing it um i did when i was younger a lot younger um and i've just decided I think it was a year or two ago that everybody else is reforming and going back and doing stuff so 
I'm slightly younger than a lot of them, so why shouldn't I give it a go? So, having a go and see what happens, but then lockdown happened, which... Yeah. So, so what did you play an instrument or sing? Or? Um, I wouldn't say I sing. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't classify it as singing. I, it's more performance. Um, but, uh, and I play keyboards. Thank you. Okay, so there's, there's stuff, well, I, I know, but the listeners know, because you... I'll lend you me me mic, <laughs> um, but you, you've been you, there's something happening there then. Yeah, well, uh, I'm hoping to sort of record and gig. Hopefully, if we can sort of get it in the next two to three months. Excellent. I am still looking for one particular musician though. I'm still struggling to find just a normal rhythm guitarist. Okay, so might be one listening. Yeah, it could who, well be. Who yeah. knows? So get in contact. <laughs> yeah, and um, what what else do you do um, to keep giving you the, the shop a lot? And um, but as as the the, the topic of the, the podcast is sort of Suffolk and and, and Ipswich, really. Well, how else do you keep yourself entertained? Um, yeah. I've got pets, um, which take up quite a lot of my time. Yeah. Um, I do use Suffolk shops for those, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but obviously I go to the Monday night thing. Yeah. Um, I don't. I'm wanting to do more than I do. Yeah. Um, it's just getting out there and doing yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but that, that's a good thing. Wanting to do more is is positive, opposed to people who want to do less. And oh yeah, know. there's. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm content with my own time, as a lot of people are. Yeah. But uh, people do need human contact every yeah. so often. Yeah, every now and then. Um, yeah. And so, you know, Monday nights is okay. Yeah. Um, but I'm not a drinker, so, you know. Yeah. But it's meeting people and, you know. Yeah, it's, um, it's with like-minded people. Yeah. Um, and hopefully it's stopping people being afraid of me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously, I will support any other ventures that come up and that are alternative. Yeah, you know, it's that's what I do. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it, that's it. The Mondays are, are, are really nice. It's not just you know the, the pub I run. A lot of people go on to the, the nightclub, New York Exchange, after, yeah. and you get different people. I like that they're going from place to place and mixing because there's no proper alternative venue in Ipswich so it's nice to see them getting accepted in other venues yeah. on certain nights and then they'll go back on another night and people won't think anything of it you know, that's, um, that's the intention yeah, yeah. Um, the, the thing is is we have had a pub seems to get that goth tag as much as a shop does um, the Black Horse had it for a while I believe it might yeah. even still have it um, and it was regarded as the place that the the bikers went, or you know the punks used it, or the metalers used it, and it puts other people off yeah. using it. So sometimes that can backfire. Oh, de definitely, because it's not the trade in, in Ipswich or anywhere, even London places, which have just got that tag of it's not the trade. You need everybody. Yeah. The way the pub industry is going, and um, in a way, I suppose. It, with, with the shop, the fact you've got horror stuff and, and other things, it will bring that extra bit of money in from people who wouldn't normally come. Which means that I'm then able to stock better stuff the yeah. other side. Yeah, it, it is. We 
people need to, people are accepting of other things far more now than they ever were yeah um, and you know I get I like certain reactions if I go away or something and I stop at a hotel I don't look any different when I go away in fact sometimes I could look probably more outrageous and yet not I, nobody bats an eyelid they treat me yeah the same as anybody else sometimes maybe a bit better um, but that is happening everywhere and which means people should you know I mean just go out and not be put off by a tag yeah exactly everything's got a name and it shouldn't have yeah we've got too many tags nowadays yeah, it's especially in the alternative and over the metal side of things Oh, yeah. right. I mean, it's yeah. sort of. I mean, I, I mean, I've lost count of how many different waves there are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, there's a new wave. Yeah. I mean, what's black wave? Sound wave? Yeah. White wave? Blue yeah. wave? Dark wave? Yeah. Light wave? And it's Microwave. Just, yeah. yeah. It is. It's just. Yeah, somebody it's, comes up with something and they'll give it a tag because yeah. then it's new. Yeah. Yeah, and it sells it, doesn't it? That's and, the thing. Um, to me, most you know, a lot of the. Either you say don't stock as much of the rock stuff. Looking in the band wise, you've got I see like Black Sabbath as a hard rock band. I know they they are the metal side, but that's how they started. ACDs, even Maiden, because of yeah, I mean to generalise things. Sabbath like, to me were the, the first, first me yeah. metal band. Um, they were the first metal band I saw. Um, but yeah, I agree. ACDC are definitely far more mainstream yeah. not because they've changed their music not because they're any less metal than they were it's the fact that more people like them and they're another band who you, you put a Marvel you know um, Avengers type film on they're on the soundtrack yeah. you know, which means people listen to them yeah. um, almost like a gateway band for a lot of people to get into the stuff well, Guns N' Roses is another one yeah. um, I stock their stuff um, they're a bit light for me, but um, you know, to others, they're. Yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, I liked Guns N' Roses. This is nine, ten years old going to them, and because of the swearing or whatever, my, my parents didn't like it. Now my mum's got their best of album. Yeah. You know, they're that accessible to people that. I don't think my dad will ever have the stuff that I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see him putting never mind the bollocks on. No, I think my dad, if I, if I tricked him and told it was something else, he might. Because the way music is, what was, when I was a kid, would have come across as heavy. You know, he, he doesn't live in a box, he hears other stuff. Yeah. So now it's probably more, but no, he's, he's happy listening to Jim Reeves, to be honest, my dad. Um, yeah, I don't know what my dad listens to, um, but uh, <laughs> but um, we're nearly on an hour. We've nearly we've nearly done the podcast. Just I'm just going to ask you two two questions, which I've been randomly thinking of. Um, the horror film stuff, if you can, three of your favourite horror films, just to. Uh, my favourite is Silence of the Lambs. Um, More of a modern classic. Sorry, that's thirty years old now, but to me it seems a new one. Um, the Exorcist. Yeah. Classic. It's another one, although it was ruined when her head spun round. <laughs> um, but up, up until that point, it was brilliant. Yeah. And the original Nosferatu, the oh, silent yeah. movie. Yeah, we actually um, put a screen of that on in the in the pub. Um, 
we thought we could because we thought we, it was out of copyright. And, no, uh, it's not. <laughs> so we didn't. That never happened. Um, but yeah, that, that's a classic. And they, they're remaking that again. Yeah, they seem to be remaking everything, everything. and they're never as good as the originals. No, but it's another money thing, isn't it? But yeah. If something's established, people will go and see it, just to moan about it often. Um, Mainly, yeah. yeah. And um, last question, are you happy in Suffolk? Do you see yourself staying here? Um, I'm definitely... I want this shop to stay here. <laughs> yeah. If the shop stays here, I do. No, I'm happy in Suffolk. Yeah. Um, and I'm determined that Ipswich will have alternative stuff, yeah. whether I'm involved or not. <laughs> I can see, I can see it going on for very well forever. To be honest, because he's always, always been there. Um, but it, I think it, it's probably the same with any scenes in Ipswich. You know, because we're we're not a city. We're a big town, close to London and Norwich, where other stuff's going on. So maybe it might be a fact that people are just so used to jumping on a train and going that more should be done to actually do it here. Yeah, I think so. And Ipswich is growing as well. Yeah. Um, people have just got to realise that it, it is there. Yeah. And if it's there, use it. Yeah. Don't sit at home on your Xbox <laughs> moaning that there is nowhere to go. Yeah. Actually, if there is somewhere, then give it a go. Yeah. If you don't like it, fine. Yeah, don't go again. Right. Yeah, sure. Right. At least give it a chance. Yeah, and I find once once people try things, they if they like it, they'll carry on. Mm. Um, and I think um, with with your shop, as with with the pub I run, people will talk about it, and, uh, and then once once you've gone through the door once, more than often than not, they'll become a regular or use it more. Yeah. Obviously, there are those that don't like it, yeah. but. Yeah. You can only do your best. Yeah, and we're not here to please everybody anyway. <laughs> you can't please everybody. No, no we're not Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, well, no, no. no, no, no. Yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for your time. That's all and right. thank um, you. you'll, be, you'll see more of me anyway in the, in the using the shop. And, and you'll see me in the pub. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks a lot, mate. Cheers. Bye.